welcome y'all to Secrets from the South. I'm your friend Scotty Ray along with my co-host Terry. Now you'll quickly catch on that we don't sound like the man on the 6 o'clock news. We talk a little slower and we've got a southern drawl. But nonetheless, we've got a great podcast lined up just for you. We'll bring you some interesting stories. They're sometimes crazy and a little unbelievable. But it would be just plain impolite not to share them. So get yourself comfortable. Find some southern charm in a glass of iced tea and enjoy. Like it or not, we've reached summertime weather. And that means emotions are high and tempers flare. And no matter who you are, you've been in a little league game and seen parents lose it. So sit back, we're going to talk about that person that's set in front of you. This week's episode is titled, Out of Bounds, When Parents Behave Badly. Scotty, did you watch any of the uh, NBA Finals? You know, I sort of dropped out on watching sports on television. Uh, Did I miss something? No, I mean, I just, I'm like, don't ask me why, but I am a Golden State fan and i don't watch any of the now, games is that california yeah and i don't watch any of the games until it gets down to the playoffs and then i'm i'm, I'm all in i love you know stephen I, curry and i guess I, the only thing i've watched recently was when mississippi state uh, won and I, I had to watch that oh that my was like gosh. wasn't that good i'm still on cloud nine over that i mean i really <laughs> am I, I truly am in fact i was there when we won against notre dame and that allowed us to go to the College World Series. That oh, was fine. awesome to be there at that stadium when we sealed the deal on that last game and, and had a victory. But the reason I was asking is because have you noticed lately that even the fans have gotten a little bit out of hand? And by that, I mean that some of them have been starting, you know, they've been, there's been a lot of talk about pouring beer and drinks and all on the players. You know, it was some baseball game. May have been a World Series. Somebody threw a drink on somebody, and they just shut the game down and took all the players off as a protest against that. Wouldn't finish the game. It makes you just think. I mean, I think we all get spirited about games. I, I can only think about when I'm in the football stadium. I am cheering for my team. I mean, I, I may think we got a bad call. I may think we made a dumb play, whatever else. But you know, as far as just screaming and hollering and that sort of thing. Speaking of that ball game, when I was at the baseball game, there was a guy behind me. Everybody just kind of was focused on him. He was just acting a fool. And it just made me think about a conversation that I had with somebody here recently, a couple weeks ago. Their nine-year-old son, his little team, it was a little all-star team, Uh had made it to, uh, had been invited because of the all-stars was being hosted in another location in the state. And it was for all of the all-star teams to play. And the winner of that would advance to regionals. So it was a big thing for you to see if you won the state championship. Well, their team, sounds like a pretty good team, had made it to the championship. And this person is telling me, and this person is not somebody that is very vocal about getting upset about things like that, but just how parents (laughs) acted. And they had video. I mean, it was almost an outright brawl. So they could back up what they were saying. Oh, my gosh. And it was, and and the things that, you know, they were bringing other umpires on the field. And then it was, they had to bring the commissioner. And then you heard all of this banner going back and forth with the parents. And as they're telling me this, they said they felt so sorry for the kids because the kids, particularly on their side, had started 
some of them had gotten upset. It was upsetting to them that all of this was taking place. And I thought, you know, what happened to just a good game of ball? Sportsmanship. Yeah, sportsmanship. And so I got to thinking about that, and I just thought, we see examples of just bad behavior all the time now. It's almost like we're numb to the fact that we don't, to your point, we don't act like they have the sportsmanship that we should have. Oh, no, definitely we don't. Uh, you know, you used to use shook hands with the players after the game, and I, I assume that some still do. But it's just got, you know, the umpires are called ugly names, and then people want to get on the field and fight with them. And there's a variety of reasons that we'll get into as to why parents get so upset. But I got to thinking about that, and I thought, I wonder, you know how long time ago, and we've seen this with our kids. I mean, your kids played sports, right? Yeah. And my daughter did, too. She played softball. She started off playing soccer and then just kind of gravitated. Her strength seemed to be softball, and then we ended up playing travel ball. You know, we have just really kind of set our sports figures I mean, it's almost like we idolize them. Well, they do. And, and 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 here is somebody who's speaking who is a sports fanatic, just like I said about the baseball, going to the baseball games and watching all of those games as we advanced in the College World Series and the football games. And Lord knows we've been on the losing end more so than we've been on the winning end. And I've got my, my NFL team that I watch. I mean, I get into that. I don't know that we should go as parents in terms of, idolizing sports figures but again we do and they're high paid sports what, figures 80 million a year nowadays and even the coaches oh yeah what does nick saban make oh well, i think he's the highest paid college coach there is is any truth to that being in his contract that if somebody makes more than him they have to match it by at least beat it by a dollar i don't know but i mean i wouldn't put it past them but you know i think about dylan about how talented your son is and, and and give the audience just a little background as to some of his accomplishments. Uh, he, electrical engineering. Uh, he's worked his way through school eight or nine years now. He'll have a, a doctor's degree, and he's had to work his way through. You know, there was. But no, he's gotten all kind of accolades. Oh, right. Works for NASA. Yeah. His pedigree is going to be unbelievable. His resume will be something that will be hard to compete with. But we don't really idolize folks like that that can make huge advancements. For us in terms of healthcare to engineering, you don't see a lot of those as rock no. stars. And you never will. It's just the American, it's the way it is. But here. we're so fascinated with sports. And I say that being a sports fanatic, I would raise my hand. But I also think about the impression that we make on our kids and how we behave. You know, I have been at some of those fields where when we were playing high school ball, that and, and don't get me wrong, I have been the parent, I'm not going to say that I haven't, that felt like, did my kid need to have more playing time? Was that the right position for my kid? You know, you question all those things, and you look back on it, but I was never one, I, I, I might have been upset about it, okay? Might. There was one particular year that was kind of a, a questionable year for me for a lot of reasons. We had different coaching, we had different philosophy on where those kids needed to be and whether that played into their strengths or not as a parent you question them but at the end of the day i say this at the end of the day it's just a game and unless your kid is going to go on and play collegiate ball it's just a game yeah and you look back on those things and you reflect back on that but as far as you know was i somebody that was screaming at a coach was i screaming at an umpire that's just not my style but you do see parents 
that go ballistic they do when they are at a game and this is not even a game that some of them are just i mean there may be district games there may be playoff games but that's just their nature but these are talking about the story that i talked about where the kids were playing the baseball game this is nine-year-olds and it made me wonder when my daughter started playing and i know you can think about when madison and dylan were playing sports it changed to where when they first got introduced into sports, whether it be soccer or baseball or something else, did you notice that the shift changed where everybody wins? And there's it, been all of this controversy this, over if that's good for kids. If I don't believe in every kid should get a trophy. I do not. You've got to learn at some point there's winning and losing in life. And, you know, they had an, a segment on this with Real Sports, and they were talking about that I forgot how many that was a different – state and that every team got a ribbon they had to award every kid well i'm sorry but you and i come from the same belief that there are going to be people that rise to the top and people that are not and are you teaching your child a lesson for them to think well i don't understand why i'm not a winner I mean, there's different ways. You've got to teach your children, in my opinion, that that may not be what they're, they excel at. You may be great at this over here. Not everybody is a rock star in sports, and you can't award everybody that. Exactly. So you have that whole different mentality of that we have to award every single kid. And we can't say that there are winners and losers. And I just wonder long term, does that really prepare them for life lessons. Well, what's really scaring me lately is, as adults, what's going on in companies. There's, we are getting ready to see a, a different America. I'm, a, I'm afraid to where this is going from not only the kids but into the workplace to where they want everybody to be awarded in the workplace. Have you caught on? To yeah, this, we want to homogenize everything. I, I think back when I start thinking about how some parents behave and how we decided that we weren't going to have any winners or any losers. We're not going to keep score, which makes absolutely no sense to me. I almost wondered, is that done for the purpose of keeping parents at bay? They're out of hand. You can't go on the Internet. You can't watch TV where there hasn't been some brawl where parents are fighting each other. And I wonder if somebody came up with this genius idea and said, you know what? We'll kill two birds with one stone. We'll have all the kids think of themselves as winners because we don't want to hurt any kids' feelings. And the sidebar, the side benefit to this will be is all the parents will be able to behave because at the end of the day, Junior <laughs> and Sally and Frank and Jane are all winners. I want to say, Terry, I carried a uh, a story a month and a half, maybe two months ago, uh, on my morning show that was in Oklahoma to where the parents were on the field fist fighting one another. Oh yeah, I mean, it was like I'm ten or twelve about, of them. They came to blows, and you know what their result of that was? What? And this is where I've I've heard that we're implementing this not only in Oklahoma. But we're doing this in other states, too. And I'm thinking, are we really that bad? And the answer is, unfortunately, yes. They're making parents sign a code of conduct form before their kid can play. No, I did not know that. I mean, that is pitiful that we have gotten to a point where we can't control our emotions. We can't set the example for our kids 
that we have to sign a form that says, I will try to be on my best behavior. And but how many of those parents do you think actually live up to that code of conduct? No, I don't think it happens. And it also goes back to when your kid is wrong, they're wrong. Don't take up for them when they're wrong. If they make a bad call out there, they made a bad call. They've done something wrong. Don't go, you're wrong and the coach is wrong. It's their fault. Exactly. I just think that we have put so much emphasis on kids excelling at sports. And I don't know when this actually started. But it seems to be escalating. And you know the likelihood of those kids advancing to the next level. I mean, think about it. It used to be in the day, and you think about it in our day, we played sports, okay? You played sports in your little community, and maybe you did to go to, you traveled to another community and you played the championship game. It's the one I talked about with the nine year old. You didn't have all of these travel ball teams. And now there's travel teams in every sport. It can be in volleyball, baseball, softball. It can be in soccer. And it's parents are putting so much emphasis on their kids excelling at sports. It's almost like what would happen if we redirected some of that energy and said, we want you to put that on academics. Don't that travel ball last all summer? Isn't that like it does. almost two or three times a week? It does. And let me tell you, you know, when I told you that my daughter uh, played sports, well, she played on this travel ball team, and I remember that she excelled very well when she was at, I want to say, maybe 14 and younger. And she tried out for a 16 and younger team, made the team. It was apparent that we're probably not going to be the shining star, and that's fine and all. But I just remember this is when I really knew this is a whole different level. We were going about two hours every Sunday for practice because the team that we played on was in this other bigger city right these tournaments were maybe three or four tournaments a year that was manageable but every sunday now that kid had to make that commitment to go to practice in this other city then we get on the 16 and under team and it was a whole different ball game we're going to different states and i never will forget we were coming home one day and our daughter said i do not want to play college ball and we rode on about a couple more miles and my husband looked at me and he said Why are we killing ourselves? And we quit the next week. I just I say all that to say, are we as parents partly to blame for the pressures that we put on our kids and how we demonstrate and conduct ourselves when they're playing ball? They can't even enjoy themselves at six, seven, eight, nine years old. I don't know how we have shifted so much into sports and i guess it's because every channel is going to co- is going to cover some sporting event you know I, like i said i'm guilty i love sports how you behave at the field in the stadium is a different thing oh you're absolutely right i mean and to the point that the kids are crying and then we wonder how those kids end up being un- I mean, unruly kids well who have they looked at as role models. We got it from the parents. The parents that are actually coming to blows. This just kind of puts this into perspective. Now, we could have picked baseball. We could have picked any sport. Mm -hmm. This is how out of hand this has gotten. It says, according to the referee who chose not to release his face or name, it all started in the third quarter of a regular Saturday game. He was going over a call with the head coaches. Then the parents surrounded him on the field. Mind you, this was a middle school football game. This should have been a game celebrating touchdowns and giving high fives to the football players. Instead, it turned into absolute chaos. 
The Junior Football League released a long statement on the issue, including announcing the suspension of the program. So this whole thing, these kids are supposed to be enjoying themselves. Parents get out of hand. They want to take it out on the referee. The referee is lucky enough to escape with his life. Yeah. You know, And that happens in a lot of cases. And the parents decide, well, we'll just get an, an, an all-right brawl with one another. Let's just get up. Let's just take out some pent-up frustration. And as a result, the kids who this whole program was for, it's been suspended. That's ridiculous. I, I don't. What did they gain out of doing that? And they do it again and again and again the next Saturday. I mean, when does it end? Right. So I, I was thinking, Scotty was like, okay, what are some of the triggers that sparks an argument, a fight? The arguments in sporting games. And here's something that was an article that was written, and it says parents got angry when, and it's a couple of things, refs were wrong in their calls. Parents get angry when the referee doesn't know or fully understand the game, fails to make a call, or isn't consistent with calls. A bad call from a ref cost us the game, said one parent. And this happens all the time, and I think we have all said, I even said it. You're sitting there, you're watching your team play, as our team was playing in the College World Series, and I heard the words come out of my mouth. Now, again, I'm in the comfort of my own home. That was a terrible call. You're yelling at TV. But I'm yelling at the TV. That's a difference of yelling at the and I yell at the TV quite often. But I'm yelling at the TV as opposed to screaming that in person. And again, these are kids that are hearing this. But let me ask this: Would you let it slip if you were there? Would you have been caught up in that moment watching the game and let her rip there at the game? No, I really don't. Now, if you watched me at home, you would disown me. <laughs> I am a totally different person, and I think my family would attest to that, that I scream and yell at the TV. But when I'm out in public, I'm out in public. You hold it together? Well, I mean, I don't know. For some reason, it's just easier for me. And I think it's just the environment that I'm in. I'm in the comfort of my own home. I'm not saying that I'm necessarily uh, yelling at the ref, but, I mean, I probably am. Yelling in front of your TV is totally different than being out in front of your kids yelling in person or trying to have a scrap with another parent that's the first one the other one is coaches didn't give equal playing time to their kids favored certain players made inconsistent decisions or encouraged kids to play rough or illegally i've heard that a lot now again i think that's one thing that we struggle with as parents that we don't feel like that our kid is getting the fair playing time and and this is something that i think we all struggle with we all see our kids as being more talented than what they truly might be. Because hey, it's your kid. It's your kid. And so we all want our kids to have their time That's like on the, the team. the episode of Seinfeld, The Ugly Baby. <laughs> uh, exactly. We all see our kids being uh, a superstar and, and beautiful. I could see that. But again, do you start yelling at the coach? You shouldn't. These coaches, even if you don't like their strategies, they're trying to do the best they can be. But you cannot blame the kids on the field when they act ugly if they if their parents are in the stands doing as bad or worse than the kid. There's got to be – I don't know what the answer is here, but something, signing the piece of paper, I'm not sure is going to work. I, I don't think it does. Do you I, suspend the kid for a week from playing ball if the parent is rude? I just think we go back to our moral compass, and I think that's where we think of you know, a long time ago. Just like we talked about in our episode earlier, there were things that we did a long time ago that we would we just don't seem to do now. It's just 
where are our manners? Correct. They're gone. Yeah, and here's another one. The coach made bad decisions in the game that led to the team losing points or losing the game altogether. It's going to happen. The coach is doing the best they can. Maybe they do make a bad decision. But does it really mean that you as a parent show your rear end to the coach? The bunch do. And then the last one. Other parents were disrespectful to the opposing team. An example of cheering in an obnoxious way, mocking the other team's players, and swearing. One football mom wrote she got angry when a parent was yelling for the boys to make them eat mud. Another participant reported that a parent from the opposing team yelled out for his son to hit and hurt a player from our team. Yeah, that's not right. Those are the examples that we are setting for our kids. And I remember back to the story where the person told me about their child making it to the finals. I mean, or making it to the championship game. These were nine and eight and ten year. I think ten if they if their birthday passed a certain time. But here again, they said that one of the parents made a comment after the ball game. Y'all just got whipped by some eight year olds. I mean, how childish That's very- can you act? But those are harsh words. But parents are actually coming to blows and throwing fists. Yeah, that Oklahoma. Exactly. But Oklahoma isn't the only example. Oh, no. They exist in every state. That's what I was going to say. Bad behavior. Shame, shame. I read up on this list. Some of you probably will agree upon this. And What are the sports that parents are most aggressive in? Oh, I'd love to know this. We started at the bottom of the list and we'll go up. Okay. I don't get this one. I, I, I don't play the game. I don't understand it. And the the best time I've ever been around this was when I watched Happy Gilmore. But golf, how do people get mad over golf? This is number eight in this. Of well, for kids most playing. of the time, it's an individual sport. So how do you blame somebody else? Yeah. They and, say, I, and I play golf, so I, I don't know. I don't know much about it. Football, I get. Yeah. I do get that one. Because so that's you, the next one? Yeah, that's number seven on the list is you go up figure skating. How can parents... That's, again, a one-on-one sport. I guess they blame the coach for not doing something right. I don't know. I don't get that either. Tiny Hardy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Hockey. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of yeah, physical. Yeah, because that's, that's a physical sport. Yeah. As you go on up gymnastics, that's another one that makes me scratch my head and go, yeah. I guess that's where you think that your kid probably has more talent than the next kid, and you don't understand why that kid doesn't have a spot. I don't know. And then the next, number three, comes in with your favorite sport in the whole wide world, tennis. Oh, I've seen it, Scotty. Love. You know, that. that's funny that you mentioned that. I love my tennis buddies, but it never fails that we play league tennis, and at some point during the course of that whole league, somebody's going to question something, a call, something like that. And sometimes it can escalate. But, I mean, those things typically can be civil, but there's always those parents that probably play tennis, that are probably yelling at Junior's ball game, that will question a call, and if they don't get the answer they want, it just kind of escalates it, from there. It, again, I don't know much about tennis. I know you play. Do people ever chunk their rackets? They get so mad. No, I've not seen that. I've just seen them get, you know, just real defensive over. Again, it usually is a call that the opposing team makes or that they think the score is different than somebody called it out. And, you know, one team thinks the score is one thing. The other opposing team thinks it's something else. And a lot of times those can be handled very gracefully and they move forward. And other times it gets ugly. 
Number two on the list, uh, cheerleading. That do you remember the? the oh yeah, the, the movie co- where the uh, yeah. the mom went to all extremes and tried to actually hurt the kid. Right? Yeah, sure did. I mean, so that's where I'm, I'm saying is like, what has changed in us, and have we always been that? Wicked. Just, and it does not come to light. Exactly. Maybe social media has a little bit more of sharing well, this. Because now, I mean, you know, think about it. I, I told you that, you know, there's an opportunity in everybody's hand to capture people acting badly. Yeah. It ain't and like I guess, the old days where you towed that 80 pound uh, camcorder around on your shoulder. And yeah. Was, and, and really, it was word of mouth. Man, yeah. Scotty, you wouldn't believe how this parent acted out. Well, now it's on. You can record it in no time on your phone, and before you know it, it's on YouTube. Oh, yeah, everybody and their brother's seen it. Exactly. And the number one on the list is without a doubt it. Now, I agree with this one 100%. Baseball is the number one. Well, that's where we see of. a lot of the brawls yep. is baseball slash softball. T-ball. Yeah, all of exactly. All kind of falls that. in it together. But, I mean, T-ball? You're going to get upset over T-ball? <laughs> Truly. If you are the parent that is getting that upset over T-ball, think about what that child is going to face and endure with you as they grow up playing sports. And a lot of times, they end up, they don't want to play it anymore. I, it's not worth it for mom and daddy to get so upset about. That's true. Back in 1978. It's not fun to them anymore. <laughs> back in 78, I got the trophy for most likely to never play again. I was that <laughs> bad. I mean, really, Scotty? <laughs> I sucked. <laughs> There's no other way to word it. I was horrible at it. Yeah, but mom and dad weren't out there throwing a fit either. No, no. We want our kids to excel at sports. There is nothing that makes us more prouder. But I'm just saying maybe that is misguided. Maybe we ought to be the parents that spends more time praising our kids on our academics. Like you have with Dylan. I mean, look what he may end up doing in his career. But we'll never know it. Because we put too much emphasis. Oh, I thought you were supposed to tell me I was going to die. I was going to say, what, Terry? No, I mean that it won't be publicized right. in a way that we publicize and that we That you do sports figures. Sports figures. You're, you're 100% right on that. And I just think that there's some lessons learned. If your kids want to go and have fun, and that's why they signed up for sports in the first place, why don't you back down as parents and let them do just that? <laughs> As a parent, I encourage you to support your kids. Be there with them when they need you. Just don't get out of hand. I think back on my days when I played Little League in Scuba, Mississippi. And let me remind you, I was horrible at Little League. But as I think back, I nearly get a tear in my eye. It was pretty much a given when I stepped to the plate, it was going to be a strikeout. But you know, I'd have given anything to let my dad watch me strike out. Support your kids. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and will continue to listen more. We promise to provide stories that intrigue you, provide a little humor, reflect our heritage and culture, whether it's strange and alarming. Please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. Let us know whether you liked or disliked. Do you have a story to share? If so, we'd like to hear from you. Please email us at comments at secretsfromthesouth.com and provide a brief description of your story along with contact information, and we'll be in touch. Well, it looks like we've reached the end of another episode, and it's time to dim the lights and close the microphones for the day. Until another download, I'm Scotty Ray, and speaking for Terry, God bless, and we'll see you back next week. (laughs) 